0: we're back episode two
1: for those of you who have did not join us for episode one we are two transplants living in new york city trying to provide a casual review on broadway shows or other shows that we see
0: broadway off broadway and everything in between
1: and a disclaimer is that we are not theater people we are not professionals when it comes to performing in any way shape or form we just want to give a casual review to casual viewers of shows
0: i'm not a theater nor am i buff so i'm not a theater buff <laughs> dad joke the uh reaction to the first episode has been good we uh we got a lot more hate mail than i expected
1: you're fr- your, just from your friends and family. Yeah,
0: and uh, <laughs> Leah Michelle's publicist, uh, I'll have to show someone the DM that slid into my Instagram.
1: Oh, gosh. Well,
0: but this week we are reviewing Pictures from Home, starring the incomparable Nathan Lane.
1: Incomparable.
0: No, he's comparable.
1: <laughs> he's probably one of the most incomparable people.
0: Acting-wise. Acting-wise. I heard he's a terrible tipper.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Zoe Wanamaker, who was in Harry Potter, the first one, so I obviously recognize her.
0: Her IMDb page is longer than the Declaration of Independence.
1: It is very, very long. And then it also has Danny Burstein, who also has a very long IMDb or resume or what have you, whatever you want to call it. In this show. Which was just a play. Just a play. No musical this time. And we all know how Charlie feels about plays. So take that with a grain of salt.
0: The plays are tough for me. I don't know what it is about them. I think they tend to be longer. I I don't know. I think I just like musicals because I love music. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, every now and then you need a good, meaty play. I mean, that's... yeah. That's like the way Shakespeare intended, right? No music. I also, like Shakespeare, I think men should play the women parts, but we'll unpack that in a future episode.
1: Men do play the women parts.
0: But, like, no women should be allowed on theaters. Oh, gosh. I'm kidding. Of course. <laughs> if, I, if I was, if I'm being honest, I would want women to play everything.
1: Like in 1776. <laughs> Review forthcoming.
0: Yeah. I, that's, that would be like, at least do that for a few years and.
1: That show was awesome, but I won't get into that because that'll take up the whole episode.
0: (laughs) That'll be a very special episode. That might be like a...
1: a Gloria performs every song from 1776.
0: It could be (laughs) like a 40-minute, like a double.
1: We did watch it twice, so... Okay, we're getting off traffic here. (laughs) Pictures from home. Three very big stars playing in it.
0: Well, let me start with the venue. So it's at Studio 54, and for people who are... uh, fans of disco or history at the studio 54 i think i did see a little bit of uh white powder underneath the no i'm kidding they cleaned it up since the disco era but it is this studio 54. i
1: don't know anything about studio 54 so you have to give me the history
0: yeah i mean just because you're young doesn't mean anything that happened before
1: I'm not saying that, I just have no, I have no context about what Studio 54 is. Oh,
0: uh, okay. Well, I think I saw Behind behind the Music, VH1 used to have a show called Behind the Music right outside of the street. And That's then, how
1: you know, and I didn't have cable growing up. Well, there's up.
0: also a movie called Studio 54 that stars Michael Myers, Selma Hayek, and Meyer. I don't know is,
1: but
0: He's uh, the lead in Road Trip. never
1: seen it. Charlie's like going to. Stab me left or right Well,
0: <laughs> probably in like a cis male movie pack
1: somewhere. Got it.
0: But the venue is very cool. You can tell it's been through some changes. There's a lot of history.
1: I saw another show there called The Minutes last year, which has the one of the guys from Schitt's Creek in it. That was a good show. Which guy? Mixed reviews. Uh, the love interest, Dan Levy's love interest. I forget what his name is on the show.
0: Oh, okay, like the accountant guy. Yeah. It. Yeah, he had kind of a Broadway uh, mm-hmm. presence about himself on that show. A oh, you that you
1: feel like it, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: He definitely felt like a trained actor, trained like an actor. actor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, Studio 54 is cool. It's pretty dated, like you can tell how dated it is. It has like some interesting carved wooden like reliefs in the surrounding some of the door frames, and oh, you helped that old guy. Uh, who was having trouble getting down the stairs and all the stairs were pretty uneven um, now that we like actually it's not a good
0: deed if you boast about it but (laughs) I will say like if anybody's got I don't think it's wheelchair accessible maybe the first floor or like even the maybe
1: the first floor but
0: but it is tough like it's yeah, there's a lot of weird angles and bumps and this guy was probably like almost 90.
1: Yeah, he was probably more And than how 90. he got up
0: there. I, I don't know because his wife wasn't too far behind him in the age spectrum, but he had he had a tough time getting out of there and I almost slipped too. So it's funny because the usher was like you're the I slipped a little bit and she's like you're the one helping this guy and I <laughs> thought I was drunk. Or well, something. the
1: floor was uneven. Yeah, so I'm kind
0: of a klutzy person.
1: Yeah, that definitely contributed too.
0: But, but that being said, you are packed and very tight. Like the guy next to me are, and I are like we yeah. probably start hanging out because we sat so close to each other. Yeah, and
1: for a midweek show is pretty packed.
0: Yeah, it, there was a lot of empty seats behind us, right?
1: Oh, I didn't look up behind us. I
0: did, not like if there was an admission I think I would have snagged those cuz for a little bit of room.
1: Oh, I see.
0: Cuz it was a little bit like an airline when you're in the
1: Yeah, you get bumped around a lot.
0: Yeah, so like a tip I would have is you try to get an aisle seat, at least for you or your partner you can
1: have a little bit of room. Yeah, I mean, I think that generally in any show, having an aisle seat is helpful. It's key. Except for you have to stand up, stand down to let people in and out, which is kind of annoying. But,
0: but during the show, you can kind of stick your leg out and mm-hmm. uh, let it fly. Or
1: Or buy an extra seat. <laughs> when I went to see MJ, the musical, I had two seats around me <laughs> that was magical
0: because <laughs> yeah, i couldn't go because yeah, you could not go and then yeah. you, but, you'll have to review that one solo
1: yeah i know you have to well you'll have to interview interview me about it okay mm.
0: that's the venue i think very very cool theater to see it's again historic like if you, theater. if you hate theater but you like architecture another one i recommend
1: mm-hmm. it was cool okay so pictures from home what was it about charlie
0: So it's essentially about this photographer, and he he worked at a college as well. He's a professor. Professor, yeah. So he visited his parents quite a bit, and just wanted to chronicle their life.
1: The key point about that was that he lived like a plane ride away from his parents. It wasn't like they lived down the street or anything. So he was foregoing time with his family to in order to spend time and chronicle the lives of his parents. Yeah.
0: So it's like you know he's. uh, visiting his parents, but also doing a project at the same time. So it could duel uh, positive on his angle, but he did seem like he neglected his family a he bit. He was a
1: bit of like a needy child to his parents, but then neglected his own children. So his parents are retired, both retired, or trying to retire. Something like that. It was not very clear initially. So the whole point of the play is that the this guy is trying to chronicle the lives of his retired or about to retire apparently and then he's trying to uncover a little bit of their personalities which you know obviously uh, also plays into like the history of their past one of the key things he's trying to bring to light is the fact that not everything is perfect no no human is perfect that the the seedy underbelly of who you are as a human is what makes you real and interesting and that's what he was trying to document about his parents not the you know what other people see of them but what who they really were as humans
0: you know, I think that they did a good job of getting that across in the in the play and and uh, the set was really cool and the way they used uh, the photographs as the backdrop in the yeah and the play itself was was really good because right from the beginning like you kind of know what it's just amazing how they were able to tell the story of those complexities with three people on one stage. Mm-hmm. And... It was
1: just three people. The set was pretty basic overall, uh, but I think they used the set. The one like cool thing about the set they used in a very symbolic way, which I thought was great.
0: I, so I thought it was pretty, it may have been like a minimalist, but it was really it was certain, effective. Yeah. It did feel like some of my friends is... Houses from that era, because I think it's a 1980s based play, mm-hmm. and it definitely felt like the carpet the and like those couches and that TV. They did a good job of, he's curating, the furniture that was of the of that time, and you know it's a Broadway show, so of
1: course. yeah, very minimal show overall. It's very much about the personalities and the history and the storyline. So if you like that and not you're not there to see like a big flashy show, this is a great show that really deep dives into. What it means to be human.
0: Yeah. So that's kind of the summary.
1: How long was it? <laughs> did Charlie fall asleep is the question everybody wants to know the answer.
0: Yeah. At the beginning, I did have a little couple, like, science class to the left. But then I then I got sucked in by uh, Nathan Lane. his tight pants.
1: Well, the show was funny. The dialogue was...
0: Yeah, it woke me up.
1: Regardless of... I mean, it was also serious, but it was a very okay. funny show
0: very very serious but definitely lots of one-liners to alleviate tension. Yeah, And I come from a family that constantly uses one-liners to alleviate tension, so I felt very much in, at home. <laughs> or maybe it's just me.
1: So how how long was it? It was supposed to be, what do we say, 2 hours 10 minutes.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it was without an intermission. So
1: with intermission. That's what we looked up online. Yeah, so
0: I think it was like 2 hours.
1: So what happened to us? <laughs> Show.
0: We went in fully expecting an intermission. Because we
1: looked it up because Charlie wanted to know if there's an intermission. I didn't realize that I cared. So maybe it was just because I was expecting an intermission. But I really cared about the intermission during that show. And there wasn't one.
0: It's just good information to have. Because then you, otherwise you're kind of waiting for a natural break. And like I said, like we were packed in there very tightly. So it would be nice to get some stretch. space for 10 minutes and stretch. Go to the bathroom if you have to. And then go back and, you know, like get into the meat and potatoes of the show. But uh, I think we kept kind of waiting. And then I was like, I don't think they're doing one. Like, it gets to a certain point where your brain shuts off that of wondering when it's coming. Well,
1: I I sincerely thought that the end was the (laughs) intermission.
0: Yeah, because like, we're pretty good about not touching our phones during it, so we had no idea what the time was. No idea. And, but I mean, it was such a good story. I don't think it was dragging on like a boring lecture. No,
1: it wasn't that. I don't, like, I think if I knew that there was no intermission, I wouldn't have felt ants as antsy. Which, when we looked it up online, it said there was an intermission, and then there wasn't one. So we were very confused at the end. And as we were walking out, we saw a cardboard sign that basically said, there will be no intermission tonight which we have missed
0: so i think that's a tip for anybody like just just knows so he going in so you can enjoy it whether or not there is i think typically there is and i'm curious why they wouldn't do one that night
1: i don't well i mean isn't it still in preview so maybe they're trying trying some stuff
0: oh yeah it. okay maybe they're trying to toy with it without it like the flow of the show and stuff so i think it flowed fine but there was definitely like some natural places to put
1: yeah wait about halfway through i was expecting it every five minutes and it just never came
0: or the actors just want to get home i think nathan lane probably has some like law and order svu <laughs> episodes to go home and watch
1: i don't think it felt like it was too long
0: no that was the only thing is not knowing i think was the only
1: but it was a, it was a good length it told the story well there's a nice story arc there's okay well let's get into the meat of the show let's start with highlights because we think we both have the same weird low light uh we can talk about but let's start with the highlights
0: highlights so i mean it's always fun to see nathan lane he's
1: that was so cool it was my first time seeing him live so that was definitely you know being somebody who has watched him through in various things growing up that was really cool to see him live he's fantastic
0: yeah, he was good and we just saw him in uh only murderers in the building mm-hmm. so it's kind of fun to see him Yeah, you, know, you just watch a show and then he's right there in front of you so that's cool he's got white hair now right
1: well i don't know if it was for the character or not i
0: don't know either yeah
1: the character has white hair. so.
0: But he, he was really good. The other two were no slouches either, I don't
1: think. Yeah, I don't think I've seen either of them. Um, I don't know if I've seen... I mean, Danny Burstein um, got the Tony for playing Harold Ziedler in Moulin Rouge. And I love Moulin Rouge. I've seen it twice. So I think I saw him probably when, when I saw Moulin Rouge before COVID. I saw him play.
0: So he's no slouch either, but I think it'd be tough to be on stage with those other two actors. I know. He did I mean, a good job, though.
1: Zoe Wanamaker is, I mean, I'm looking at, we're literally looking at her.
0: I think one of the highlights is uh, the wiggy wore.
1: <laughs> oh, Danny Burstein's wig well, was...
0: like, show the camera the picture of him. Like, so he's bald. So that's what I was expecting, and the guy, the actor... the. He
1: was, And he had no facial hair, so yeah. we were both like, who is that?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was kind of expecting like, almost like an H. John Benjamin type of looking person, and then on stage he's... Cleanly shaven, and he had a full like a like a bowl cut, right?
1: Yeah, almost. Yeah. So Danny Burstein was good. Uh, Zoe Wanamaker, ob- I only know her really from Harry Potter, and she was great in that. So it's great to who see. Who is she her. in Harry Potter? She just plays the the Quidditch coach, the teacher who plays teaches the uh, kids how to how to fly on broomsticks. So she's in the
0: first few. She's in the first one. I first think. one only.
1: I don't know if she's she might make appearances. I don't think she has any lines in the subsequent movies but it was great to see her she's an award-winning actress as well so highlights or the acting was really good i thought that the deep dive into the personalities of each of the characters not just the parents but like including larry who's the main character and then the the pictures the way they use the pictures to tell the story so they project these pictures on the set which i thought was super cool that was i've never seen anything like that before
0: yeah i think kind of know the backstory story a little bit they did a good job of unique way to get that across in the play yeah think.
1: especially since it's based on real people so.
0: got the real reels and mm-hmm. etc and you and, and, uh, know nathan lane didn't look like 100 percent like the no one does was.
1: i don't think i don't think danny Burstein looks anything like the actual guy <laughs>
0: yeah either. So i think but i think the mom and, and zoe are close.
1: the mom was pretty good yeah that was a pretty close match as far as looks go
0: But in two hours, like the journey of how complex people are in the relationships did a really, really good job. And you kind of felt, at least I did, like felt like different things for each character at different times.
1: Yeah. And I think also like our parents are kind of at that age of like retiring or or just retiring. My mom just retired. And there's a lot of you know emotion, I think, that is related to that, um, that I felt like was applicable for both of us relative to where our parents are in their life stage.
0: And both of our parents are in their 70s, and mm-hmm. uh, both my parents are retired, but your dad's retired, and now your mom officially is, too. My so. mom officially
1: is. So. so, I thought that was, maybe that was a highlight just because of where we are in our lives, but I thought it was really relevant.
0: So, yeah, the second act could be a little sad for some people.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Low light was probably Danny Burstein's wig.
0: <laughs> you think the low light you?
1: <laughs> It was a little distracting at first.
0: Yeah. I guess I was being funny, too, about it. That was
1: a joke. I mean, it, 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 at the end of the day, it doesn't distract you too much from the actual characters or anything. So, I don't... It I probably was, will.
0: People will look for it now and be disappointed. I was <laughs> being a little harsh there. Someday, it's going to be auctioned. <laughs> we think i guy bidding on it, too. Gosh, Charlie.
1: You'll come back. I guess what I got, Gloria. I guess what I won on eBay. Oh, my gosh. Mm. The light was that weird, the weird scene where he cries to his mom.
0: Yeah, I think we're in agreement. Right after the right after the performance, you and I both kind of said, "There's one little clunky scene that was, you know, the crescendo." Crescendo. crescendo.
1: <laughs> Charlie says every word wrong. Not
0: every word, but we do Many have a list. Words.
1: He has a list. We'll make a
0: list for f- the fans of the podcast. Oh gosh, Charlie's <laughs> dirty dozen words.
1: I can't think of any off the top of my head right now, but there are several. Uh, anyway oh, so
0: specificity
1: specificity yeah I
0: can't say that If like <laughs> if there was terrorists here and they wanted me to say that word right out. Well, maybe I need to go to like Nathan Lane know. dictation school
1: yeah well, you should talk to him after the show but that one scene was probably the low light which is a little awkward and clunky and I didn't know that the dialogue needed to be exactly what it was I think they could have conveyed it the same message a little bit differently
0: Less words, a little differently. It
1: didn't feel very real. It felt forced. Yeah,
0: I, I agree with that one hundred percent. And like the guy who like helped create it probably hates that scene. Like he seems yeah. like such a wimp.
1: Yeah. Uh, the the sentiment of the scene was was correct for the plot, but the execution was off.
0: Yeah, that's the one scene I think I would change too. But I think we're being nitpicky. Well, oh I mean, it's kind of like the biggest. Crescendo. It is,
1: a, it is peak of like everything coming together. Uh especially between him him and his mom. That relationship isn't really built up until the second half of the show. And it's like the peak of him and his parents' relationship revealing itself. But yeah. One critique One of critique.
0: the show. Yeah, we both kind of agreed in that. Uh I don't think I had any delusional
1: celebrity settings. Celebrity
0: settings of that either.
1: Well, yeah, it was. we were kind of in weird seats, and I don't think we saw very many other people. Like, we were pretty low on the mezzanine levels. It was Greg Kinnear. Did we see Greg Kinnear <laughs> You're going to mention Greg Kinnear in every one of these, aren't
0: you? Those are playing the drinking game, now is the time to drink Greg Kinnear.
1: <laughs> <sighs> it's like playing the drinking game watching National Treasure. <laughs> the crowd. The crowd was older.
0: It was a Thursday night show It's. Eight o'clock was it Thursday? It was eight o'clock, right? It was an eight o'clock show. Probably late for some of those. And
1: aside from even just the guy that Charlie had to help down the stairs, the, the crowd was the crowd was like probably like sixties, seventies, and up.
0: Hey, Did Gen Zers uh, appreciate Nathan Lane?
1: I don't know. Maybe from Only Murders, he's getting his second encore for career as like a villain.
0: Yeah. Any uh, Gen Zers, Millennials that are fans of the shows, uh, comment below.
1: I mean, I'm a Millennial and I know who Nathan Lane is. You're kind of a strange apple. I am a strange apple. Yeah. So the vibe was pretty chill then because I think it was older, no nudity. Family-friendly show, guys, for the most part.
0: (laughs) I also got some nudity jokes. Well, We'll it,
1: it, it gets into some deep topics.
0: Were you hoping for some Nathan Lane full no. frontal?
1: <laughs> anyway, it's a deep show. I would I would go see it if you're looking to get your heartstrings tugged at a little bit, um, and want, I think plays do a great job of exploring what it means to be human. Which, if you like that, it's good for you.
0: I think it was really good. And it's funny. It was good. Two hours is good for me for plays. Three hours I can't do. But
1: two hour show.
0: Nathan Lane, can't go wrong.
1: Was it worth the money?
0: Well, we got rush tickets. We so got rush tickets. 100% yes. So... I, I think my price point would be like yeah, I think, 80 I think, or less. I think
1: we paid about 40 a piece. So okay. yeah, it was about 80, 80 or 90 for all both of us. Yeah, I think that was it was definitely worth it to see just Nathan Lane. And then the show on top of it was definitely worth it. I tried to show, look for normal tickets, and those were going for like over a hundred. I don't know if I would pay that much for it. Hundreds or hundred, probably like sixty or seventy would probably be my max for the show. Yeah,
0: about this, like eighty, I think. All right, how about the Afterglow? About a, like a f- just a few days, we saw it Thursday, so it's just a
1: uh... couple days later. I think I like it more now that I reflect on it. When I was watching it, I didn't know what to expect. And therefore, I was still trying to like digest the whole thing. But now that I reflect back on the show, it's funnier than I would have was expecting it to be. I thought it was going to be a very serious show. And the way that they revealed the human element of each of the characters was very cleverly done.
0: Yeah, I liked it when we left, and I think I'm like the same... Like I appreciated it was deeper than I expected. I, I went in kind of blind. Sometimes I, like, go in and blind to things. Me and too. So I didn't know what to expect. I knew some of the famous people that were in it. That's about a lot.
1: And the fact that it was based on a real person and his family was, one, unexpected, but two, made it even more powerful. I didn't know that at first.
0: Yeah, was, a lot of times when we go to these things, we... Obviously, like I said, going blind and then research afterwards and then do your homework. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. We haven't done much research on the actual guy. I don't know. Have you? I haven't. Not really. Oh, merch and drinks. I There's definitely merch. Mugs were $20. There's a shirt. I imagine it's probably $30. And there's a hat, like a little dad hat situation. It's pretty basic. Not anything flashy. Just the logo of like pictures from home in text on the shirt and the mug and everything did not buy merch was there were there beverages did you see anyone drinking
0: well again because there's no intermission we didn't really see them like on the way in oh. maybe uh, the way in i did see the bar there was a bar on the, okay on the second floor. so a small bar get it you gotta guess make sure there's an intermission or get it before you go sit down yeah um but then keep in mind you can't get up and go to the bathroom at all or are you gonna know everybody in a row mm-hmm. and you are packed in tight
1: so worth going to for the right price um don't spend an arm and a leg on it but we enjoyed it
0: the last thing i was gonna leave is when you go in one tip we had is there's a little bit of an interactive picture. oh
1: yeah but there's a little camera in the front where you can take a picture that shows you were there definitely take advantage of that all right pictures from home definitely worth watching
0: thanks for listening to episode two episode
1: two episode three i think we're gonna do what did we see recently oh we saw the piano we'll review the piano lesson on our next episode episode three i will missed be.
0: because i had the vid
1: oh yeah you can interview me about it. Okay. We'll we'll talk about piano lessons starring samuel l jackson and jonathan david washington in our next episode all right thanks everyone bye, bye.